Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Thanks for joining me on Lincoln Live today. This is Dale Johnson. Every Monday through Friday at this time, we bring interesting people with interesting subjects. And today is no difference with the chair of the Lancaster County Board, Rick Vest. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Dale. Thank you for having me. The last time you and I saw each other was at the National High School Finals Rodeo. I had a good seat and you were passing by. What did you think of the rodeo? Wasn't that a great event to attend? I just was so proud of the uh, Ag Society and the staff at the Lancaster County Event Center Fairgrounds. The job they did hosting an event of that magnitude, it was just thrilling to me to see the work come together. I tell you what, I found myself not realizing I was in Lincoln, Nebraska. Between the the scope and the scale and the uh, extent of everything that was going on around me. We had two arenas. We had big screen televisions going on. We had PA systems, plenty of stands for people to sit. And they were full. The night you yeah. and I were there, they were all full. And it was a, it was a really unique event to attend in, in our urban setting of Lincoln, Nebraska. It, it was. And the, the interesting thing that I observed, Dale, I was there uh, three, I, I tried to volunteer and pitch in as much as I could, whatever was supportive to those folks. Uh, I was there three nights, and I talked to people from at least 12 to 14 different states, you know, from all over. And I know there were people from outside the United States who, despite some of the travel restrictions that were still in place, made it to the to the rodeo because it's that that event is just that important to them. Well, it was an economic juggernaut for us, us meaning the city of Lincoln. Uh, Amy Dickerson from the Event Center estimated around a $16 million uh, economic booster shot, if I could use that COVID term, uh, to Lincoln's economy. And I think we'll know the final figures here within another month or so, the exact figures. But, yeah, it was tremendous. In that even with the travel restrictions, the response was gratifying. I know hotels were filled up all the way across Lincoln. Uh, restaurants were full. These folks came in with their vehicles and uh, made purchases, purchased gas and food and other items. So there was a tremendous economic benefit to private businesses, to the city of Lincoln, who would have been able to capture uh, sales tax and gas tax into the state of Nebraska, who also were beneficiaries in those areas. Rick Vest joining me, chair of the county board. Let's stay with money as the theme. Has the board made any decisions yet on what money remains in the American Rescue Plan pot of, of uh, money from the feds? Uh, great question. Yeah, we... It, it, most of your listeners will know that we're receiving two payments of $30.4 million, I believe, was a significant amount of money, Dale. And the board is trying to be very responsible with the use of this in that uh, we, it's, it's very restricted. We can't use it 
to build bridges or to improve roads or to pay debt, but there are areas where we can apply it to county projects. And what we're trying to do is be very thoughtful and make a long-term difference uh, in improving Lancaster County in a couple of the areas. Let me just give you a couple of examples of where we're trying to do that. We're looking at it. We're still early in the process, but uh, one is an upgrade in mental health care facilities around our community. And what we're doing, Dale, kind of digressing here, but we don't want the Lancaster County taxpayers to incur a lot of ongoing tax obligations when this $60 million is gone. What we're trying to do is set up other entities, allow them to expand their services, and then they'll have the responsibility for using their facilities or uh, providing the services as time goes on. We just want to give them a wake up. I could give you a number of examples if you'd like. Uh, one more, well, for time's um, sake. Let, let me give two infrastructure type issues that we're going to work on. One is uh, we're looking at broadband expansion. Lincoln's among the leaders in broadband services in the country. The remainder of the county lags. Uh, it's in the bottom third of the you know, counties in the state of Nebraska. We're looking to u find a creative program to expand broadband services throughout Lancaster County. We're also looking at options to potentially uh, support rural water districts in the county. Uh, those are both very early on in the process, but changes we're looking at making. All right, Rick Vest joining me, Lancaster County Chair. Uh, bring us up to date on a solar energy project that's proposed for East Lincoln and Lancaster County. Uh, great question. It's been the subject of a lot of attention for folks out in that area from about, I'm going to say approximately 112th Street out to 190th, the county line, from around Holdridge to Adams. That, that's the general parameters, Dale. Uh, Ranger Power, an out-of-state solar company, is proposing to build a very, very large uh, solar energy farm, putting solar panels on properties they contract with in that area. Uh, there's been a lot of steps in the process. We do have two current uh, motions before us, if you will. One's a text amendment that's been filed by some landowners who live in that area to change the standards whereby solar farms are evaluated and allowed. Uh, that one's early on in the process. It hasn't been to the Planning Commission yet, uh, but will eventually make its way. The other one is, my understanding is there has been a special permit application by Ranger Power, whereby they will be laying out the parameters of who they'll be contracting with, where they'll be locating solar panels, and what the particulars are. And both of those will go through the process to the Planning Commission, those strong volunteers who hear so many issues before us, really good folks, and then they'll both come before the county board where we'll make the final decisions. Rick, take me into your world as a county commissioner. I know Gage County wrestled with a proposed wind turbine farm, and people showed up, and there were hearings, and don't know the status. I've lost track of that one. But here we have solar. So renewable energy is coming up 
more and more. Fair to say that county commissioners are on a learning curve with uh, being able to handle these types of projects? It's very fair to say that we're on a learning curve, an ongoing learning curve. Uh, Dale, one of the first big votes I took was on wind energy, and that's been a process. Lancaster County actually started the process of wind energy regulations in 2015. Through the years, we've processed them to the place where we think they're, they're fair to the potential for development, as well as providing the maximum amounts of protection for those who don't want to uh, have be a part of it. It's, they're very controversial. They're very passionate, both sides. And that's why when Engage County or Saunders County has these hearings, the House is usually packed. And that's been the case for us as well. And, and Rick, if it isn't solar energy or wind energy, it's chicken farms. <laughs> we've had, we've had that. We've had, those attract a lot of attention. They they do. I guess it's safe to say that people like their community, whether it's uh, Havelock or you know East Lancaster County. They like their community the way it is. That change uh, creates a certain amount of controversy. And then in Lancaster County, with Hickman growing so fast and Lincoln sprawling on the edges, there is becoming less and less true rural areas. Of Lancaster County it's it's a fact it's a fact um, if you looked at the recent census numbers I forget what it is but for for the fastest growing community outside of the metropolitan areas which we all know Lincoln's growing and will continue to grow uh, for the fastest growing communities are in uh, Lancaster County I know Waverly and Hickman I think are both in the top five and I I want to say Bennett's on the list, and I believe there's another one. Yes, we're having growth, and not only in the metropolitan area, there's villages and cities in Lincoln. There are developments going on as fast as uh, infrastructure, that is, sewer and water, can be developed. Uh, People want to live in our community, Dale. And if not directly in the community, on the outlying areas and a nice, comfortable drive into the city. Rick, it is, it is always good catching up on city business. It's important for those of us who don't often get outside the city limits to know what's going on around the county. And that's why we bring you in and you can catch us up. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, it's just an honor to talk to you, Dale. One of the highlights of every month is uh, the chair of the county board is getting to talk to you. You, <laughs> you made points there, Rick. You made points there. <laughs> yeah. Rick, Rick Vest is joining me. Rick is the chair of the Lancaster County Board here on Lincoln Live.